Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of my new podcast, the Ersatz Era Podcast. In today's episode, I really just want to talk about how important playing sports, whether it's when you're young or when you're in high school, is to your personal development, to just all the benefits that come from playing sports and exactly why uh, playing sports in high school was extremely beneficial for me, but also why if I have, if I'm blessed enough to have a child when I'm older, um, why I'm also going to have them play sports because I just think that they're so important. And I'm just going to go right into it and tell you guys what I learned from playing sports and how playing and being involved in athletics can also help you. So the first thing I realized from playing lacrosse in high school, I played for about two years. Never got extremely good at it, but I did learn a lot. And it's crazy how much you learn about life in general when you play a sport. I also played volleyball for a bit when I was younger. I was definitely, when I played both of these sports, very unaware of all the lessons I was learning because I was failing so much. And we'll get into the failing part, but for the meantime, let's get started. So first thing, first thing I learned is that you won't be good at the sport unless you practice, which is extremely obvious. But I feel like a lot of times we will, especially in in our adult life, Let's say you want to start a business and you go to school for it. You're like, I'm going to spend four years studying business so that I can, at the end of it, start my own business. I think that's very backwards. Um, And sports kind of shows that also because it's like you can spend four years studying how to play basketball when these four years you could have just been – physically practicing playing basketball and gotten better at it. Like, think about where you would be had you practiced basketball for four years versus had you just sat on a computer and heard other people talk about basketball for four years and waited until after that time period to actually start playing. It just doesn't really make sense to me, especially when it comes to business and entrepreneurship. Um, It also goes with like business school where you go to school to learn about business. And this is the situation that I was in where it was like I wanted to be a business major. However, I just thought I was better off going out, starting my business, getting actual practice in starting a business and learning as I go versus going to college for four years and starting a business after the fact when I could have just started that day that I decided I wanted to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, whatever it may be. So sports really teaches you that unless you show up for yourself every single day, you're just not going to be good at it. And that's just the, the truth of the thing. It's like if you even if you have a few months before you play your very first game like you need to show up for yourself every single day and you need to put in that practice and you need to put in that work for 
hours at times if you want to be if you want to play a functional game because once you get involved with it you learn that you know watching a sport is very different from being involved in it because there's so many different maneuvers and skills that are needed to be learned and at the very beginning you're going to fail so much you know and this is something that I've learned with swimming recently because I've been wanting to learn to swim and what I keep learning is that I just need to show up for myself every single day and I'll see tiny improvements. I'll become more in tune with my body. However, that doesn't guarantee that I'm going to be like Michael Phelps fast at swimming. You know, it's like you have to show up for yourself every day and be prepared to just fail over and over and over and over again. And the only way you're going to get better is if you fail over and over and over again. And I think that teaches you a lot about life because that's how life is. It's like, especially in entrepreneurship and business and starting your own thing, you're not going to get, chances are you're not going to get the right strategy, you know, the right product, target the right audience the very first time. Especially when it, for me, when it comes to like marketing and strategy, it's like, I'm going to try one strategy, it's going to flop, but I learned something from that failure. And in sports, it's kind of the same thing where you'll shoot and try to make a goal. I used for the cross, like, that was the case a lot of times. You'll, you'll shoot, try to make a goal, and just fail miserably. And then one of your teammates will be like, okay, try moving your hand like this and, you know, try that, try that method. Also, another thing, like, I'm so thankful for the people on my team that offered advice instead of just kind of said, oh, what are you doing here? Like, you're terrible at this. Like, it's just so grateful for all my teammates that were actually helpful and gave good advice instead of showed off and pretended like they were the best and whatnot. So yeah, it, in sports, you're going to fail so many times. And that's really how you get better. And that's how you learn. And I think that mirrors real life. And really, that's all that needs to be said there. We can all think of times where you really want to be good at something or you want to get better at something, you want to get a good grade on a test, you want to get a good grade on an essay, you want to be a better public speaker, whatever it may be, you're probably not going to get it right the first time, and you're probably not going to get it right unless you practice. And if you're involved in sports, you're going to fail so many times that failure is going to be like your best friend. Because you know that failure doesn't mean it's over. Failure just means that you're one step closer to getting better. Right? So another thing I wanted to touch on is detail. And like I mentioned before, sports require a lot of attention to detail. You know, whether it's in footwork or the way that you move your wrists in lacrosse or you know, your, the placement of your hands when you're about to shoot, um, the precision of shooting at the net when there's 
five girls in front of you just like ready to check you and ready to like go in on you and you know shove you whatever it may be really it teaches you the importance of the little things that we need to perfect in order to shoot properly or play defense right and I, I remember hearing a podcast with Kobe Bryant talking about this and I don't remember what specific uh, skill he was talking about but let's say it let's say I'm trying to learn to swim right I know that unless I get my kicking right I have no chance like I can be really good at my strokes but unless I have my kicking down, my strokes are pretty much worthless because I can't swim at the pace I want for the length of time I want unless both of these skills are working together like in sync. And sometimes we'll have to do the little things over and over and over again, like the tiny things. I remember when I started playing lacrosse, one of the very first things I did was I had to, my teammate held their stick, you know, mid-length, and the ball was underneath them, and over and over and over again for two hours, I would have to run beneath the stick, pick up the ball with my lacrosse stick, and cradle it, right? And cradling it just means that, like, you have the ball inside of your stick and the ball's not falling out because in women's lacrosse our sticks are a little bit shallow they're more shallow than men's lacrosse so if you want the ball to stay in the net you have to move it back and forth with your wrist kind of like you're opening and closing a door so in lacrosse picking up a ball is extremely important and it's something that you don't really think about but it's tiny details like that where that every sport has and it teaches you that details really matter in all parts of your life. Especially like if you want to be a good writer or a good speaker, if you want to be good at like computer programming, whatever it may be, details are extremely important, especially when you're starting something brand new. And sports really shows you that because it's like, if you don't get that tiny detail right, you, you can't even play in a game. And ultimately, that's our goal is to be able to play a game, to be able to win and whatnot. But yeah, that's extremely important and, and something I really learned um, as I played the sport and as I hear other people talk about what sports taught them detail and attention to it is going to be like such a huge thing and it's going to be frustrating too that's another thing like sports and like learning it can be extremely frustrating but once you've got it down it's like the biggest confidence booster ever for a bit and then you learn that there's another skill you got to get down so it's like it just mirrors life so well like you're you go up you do something good congratulations and then bam you got to learn a new skill but you learn that if you persevere through it if you push through it 
you're going to get through it. And slowly but surely, you're going to build up that confidence to keep going forward in your sport, but also to keep going forward in life. Okay. And I have this next thing I have written down on my notes is uh, how to deal with failure. And this is like big because when I was playing lacrosse, I, I just kept failing so many times. But I'd show up every single day and I'd practice and I'd practice. And, you know, there was part of me that felt like my practice wasn't enough. And I let my limiting beliefs get me down. Um, again, I was younger. I'm not in the place I am now. Had I, If I were playing lacrosse right now, I definitely would not have given up. Because I've just learned that failure is like a necessary part of the learning process. And it's not necessarily a sign that you suck. It's just a sign that you're getting better. Every time you fail, it's like you're, you're just one step closer to where you want to be. Especially right now that I'm trying to do like this whole marketing thing and like travel influencer. Let's say you want to become an influencer and you want to start making TikToks. Um, you're going to fail a bunch of times, especially with the TikTok algorithm. If you get it right the first time, uh, you've got the gold, you got the gold touch. I don't know what to tell you, but failure is something that you're going to encounter in life, no matter what you do. And playing a sport, especially early on in life. Sorry. I just like burped for a second in my mouth, but whatever. Um, playing sports early on in life teaches you failure and it, it introduces you to failure. And it's just, I think it's just great development and it's healthy. And it's just a really healthy way to be introduced to failure, which is why I hope that um, if you're starting the new school year and you're thinking about playing a sport, totally do it because it's going to teach you so much about your own life. Um, next thing is that it increases confidence. You know, once you've spent the summer shooting at nets at your old high school or your current high school in the blazing hot sun, and after you've failed a bunch of times that summer, missed every shot, um, fallen a bunch of times, couldn't finish that those miles you had to run. Once you're done with that summer, that cruel summer, at the end of it, you'll look back and you'll be a little bit better. Or if you're about it, you'll be a way better. And you'll look back at all those times you failed and all those times you fell, and you'll think to yourself, like, I would not be here right now if I hadn't failed that first time, that second time, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time. Like you just, you realize that every failure contributed to your growth. And by the end of that summer, you can shoot. You can pick up a ball from the ground. You can cradle. You have more control of the ball. You're more in tune with your body. Uh, your reflexes are heavily improved and you realize that all those failures are now helping you. 
And, you know, you might get a little confidence boost because it's like, hey, like I pushed through this thing and I did end up getting better at it. And you start to apply that into other aspects of your life where it's like, hey, I'm really bad at these multiple choice questions in history or whatever it may be. But the more that I practice this, the better I get at it. Or it could also be, hey, my marketing strategy failed for TikTok or Pinterest for my business failed. That first strategy I tried failed, but then I tried again and I tried to fine tune it again. And it got a little bit better, still failed, but it got a little bit better. And then I tried again and again and again, and I did it for two, three months. And now I've got this secret formula that came from all of these previous failures that have made me a bit of an expert at this new thing I'm trying. So, and also being in a sport, especially early on, is like, it increases confidence because when you wear your team's jersey or whatnot, it's like, you feel like you're part of a team and you're part of something and you, if you get good at it, if you're good at a sport, you know, it's like, yeah, it's something to be proud of and something to be very confident about. And I think that's awesome to take pride in your athleticism because athletes, I think sometimes can be underrated in the amount of work that they put in and, you know, because it's just so much work to be an athlete. And when they end up being proud and win championships, it's like, hell yeah, like you totally deserve that because we see you score that goal. But what we don't see is you trying that goal, trying to score that goal a thousand times in the blazing hot sun when no one was watching. You know, and that's that's insane to think about. It's something that we I I think we don't really think about, but it's definitely there. And, oh, this is, oh, my God, I'm so excited to talk about this next thing. Um, It has more to do with, like, manifesting and uh, visualizing your goals and whatnot. But something that really helps in sports is watching yourself play, but watching others play, too. And when I uh, was learning volleyball in middle school, You know, I've always been little. I've always been, like, short and stuff. So volleyball definitely was not my sport. However, I played it during a time where we were all kind of, like, the same height. You know, no one had, like, any unusual growth spurts yet, at least on my team. So we were all pretty much the same height. Um, So uh, in order to get better, I didn't know that this would make me better. But when I started watching YouTube videos on, like, volleyball tournaments and whatnot, I would see, like, I would watch high school volleyball videos because I found it so entertaining. Uh, When I played lacrosse, I did this too. I just loved watching people who were good at my sport play my sport. And I don't mean my sport in, like, an artistic way. It just felt like I could do what they did, you know, and I could be as good as those girls that um, played these sports online. And I would watch YouTube videos so that in my mind, 
it would be ingrained the right form, the way that they move their body, the way that their reflexes just like reacted to certain things, especially in lacrosse, where they, um, the way they cradle, the way they protect the ball, the way that they shoot, um, they have the confidence to shoot from certain angles, stuff like that. It just helped me like visualize my own self in the field. And when I started playing again, I could kind of reenact what I would see the, the girls who were good at the sport. Um, I could play in the same way in my mind because I knew what it looked like to play well. So now when I'm on the field, I'm kind of reenacting what I see, but also I'm more in tune with my body and I'm, I can pay more attention to, especially if you watch yourself uh, play the sport, if you play back videos of you playing the sport, as you're sitting there and you're watching yourself, it's like, and you're comparing, this is what a good player looks like versus this is what I'm doing. You can kind of put the puzzle together and see where you can make improvements to your own performance. So that visual aspect and just kind of detaching yourself from your body for a second, obviously being in tune with your body while you're playing a sport is super important, but if you can detach yourself and watch yourself play from the third person, but also see what it's supposed to look like, you're going to be such a better player. And I mean, it, this can also help in like uh, when you're manifesting whatever you want in your life. I don't really know. But in terms of visualizing in sports, so fucking important, which is why a lot of coaches have their uh, athletes watch themselves replay, replay, replay. But I noticed it. I was doing it for fun, too. Like, I, I wasn't like, I'm going to watch these girls play volleyball and it's going to make me a better player. No, because I was like 12. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not thinking that at the time. But in retrospect, watching that, even if it was just for fun, because I was like, man, I really want to be like that one day when I'm in high school or whatever. Um, watching that and applying it to my own play really helped me improve. Like, I cannot tell you guys how much I improved after I started watching those videos, especially in lacrosse too. Like, I would watch the videos and then I'd put an extra time, extra practice on my own, just shooting at the high school near my house and just shooting at the fence over and over and over again, no matter how many balls I lost, no matter how many times I... Um, failed miserably to catch a ball and it was super embarrassing but I wanted to end off end off on the note that it really just sports teach you about yourself and I woke up this morning thinking about this girl that I played lacrosse with in high school and literally just like the thought of her this morning when I woke up inspired me to write this entire or not like script out this podcast and record it because I played lacrosse with this girl and she hated the sport. Okay. It totally wasn't for her. She was like super tiny and frail and it just wasn't her sport. You know, lacrosse can be a very aggressive sport. And if your heart's not in it, if you don't even want to be there, it, that's okay. And you don't have to do it. She um, she was a sophomore at the time, 
or I think she, she was a freshman, actually. I was a sophomore. And her brother was, like, on varsity for years. He was goalie. He was so good, well-liked by everyone, you know, a good student. Like, he was, like, the trophy child in their family. And her dad really wanted her to follow in her brother's footsteps for whatever reason. I don't know. It's kind of weird just, like, thinking about it. So he would force her to go to lacrosse practice, even though everyone on the team knew that she was literally just there because her brother was, like, known to be this great lacrosse player at Foothill, where, uh, where I went to high school, whatever. Um, we all knew she didn't like it. She would actively say, I hate it here. And uh, even though she would practice all the time, with her dad and stuff. She told me this one time that like they were at a practice and she just kept missing a bunch of shots. She couldn't catch balls very well. And her dad would just like scream at her uh, for failing at it. And I think that's also not okay where like the parent had the intention that if she kept going she would get better at it. But ultimately, it's up to you and what you want to do with your time and the hobbies that you want to be invested in. There's a lot to learn from starting things brand new from the ground up, whether it's like sewing or you want to become an artist or whatever it may be. It's like it's going to require practice. And sometimes we don't get that from sports and sometimes it's not for us. Or we realize, we play a sport and we realize, like, hey, this isn't for me. I'm probably better off doing, like, ballet or whatever it may be. So she she was, like, she didn't like lacrosse. She didn't want to be there, like I said before. So, but she had other passions, you know. She was, like, super into photography and fashion and I just really wish that I, I follow her on Instagram. So and I, I really do wish that she's um, now more invested in other things that truly interest her. And I hope she's doing really well. But I know sports can teach you a lot about things like that. And if you're being forced to play a sport because your parents want you to, First of all, I'm very sorry. <laughs> no parent should do that to their child. However, being honest with yourself, being honest with your family that like, hey, this isn't for me. And even if I show up every single day, I'm, I just have no passion for it. And sports really teach because I've always had like every sport or like activity I've tried to learn. I've always had passion for it. Well, not every single one, but like like volleyball or lacrosse. And right now I'm trying to become like a better swimmer. But those sports that I've played in the past, I have, you know, had a passion for it. I wake up in the morning and it's like I'm getting my stick. I'm getting, you know, all my equipment together. And I can't wait to go out and see how I improve today. Because with sports, it's like, a day-to-day -day thing where it's like, you know, by the end of the week, I might be a tiny bit better or I might not even be better. It's like, it's, it's, sports are a long-term investment 
you know, and you have to show up every single day and get better at it every single day. If not, like at least be visualizing or watching videos or trying every single day to get better at what you're doing. And if you don't have the passion for it, if you don't have the drive, you're just most likely not going to succeed at it. And that's okay. You know why? Because you could put me in some freaking basketball class. And if I don't really care about playing basketball or getting better at basketball, I'm not going to get better at it. You know what I mean? Like, you just can't force these things. You have to find what you like. And sometimes the only way we find what we like is by doing things we don't like. Say for the girl, Rem- I, I said her name. Um, say for the girl I played lacrosse with, it's like, okay, she tried lacrosse. She didn't like it. That's totally fine. She can play another sport. She can learn something else. She can be better and she can be good at what she loves to do, not do something just because her brother is like really good at it and like getting all these scholarships for it. And I think that's something that we need to realize is like you can't force something that you don't want to do. Anyways, that's all I got to say for today, you guys. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. I know my podcast episodes are getting a little bit longer. I think I'm getting better at it, which is like cool to say and kind of ironic because I'm talking about showing up for yourself every single day, practicing, practice makes perfect. And only that way are you going to be good at something. And I think this is evident here with my new podcasts. Um, Anyway, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Lots more episodes coming soon. Bye for now.